Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. I am honored, honored, honored today to have Sonia Hocklin. I'm going to say it wrong. That was close, right? <laughs> very, very close, very close. Ashlyn. Ashlyn. And I'm looking at your name right here on the book. People can't see because this isn't on video of the Lido book. And it's just so, it's such an honor to sit across from you here on Zoom because as soon as I knew about this book, I had interviewed Jeremy. It was probably a year ago asking what he's up to, you know, in the middle of COVID, he was just moved up to a new position in management and figuring out what's going to happen with the leader with COVID. And so when he told me he was writing this book, I'm already like, how do I get it? When do I get it? Where do I get it? And knowing that he was going through all these archives of photos that I waited. And then I got so excited for October for it to come on Amazon is what they were saying. And then it didn't come into the U S through, I think it was, it was in French. And I would have bought it anyway, but I thought I'm going to wait so I can actually read it because I didn't want to just look at the pictures. I wanted to read it. And then it was, I think, $40 for shipping and that was more than the book. So I just thought I'm going to Paris in April. I'm just going to buy it in Paris, which makes it even more wonderful. And so I did. I was there two weeks ago and was going to buy it. And Jeremy said, no, we're going to give this to you as a gift, which makes it so special because after writing, you know, like not writing, but doing the podcasting, all these stories of people's names I didn't know. Now I know their names. I just to, to see Karina's name in here and other names of people that you interviewed. This book feels way more personal. And then he, some of the cast members signed it. So to me, I don't let anybody touch this book. I want to share it. But I'm like, no, you can't touch it. It's my special book. And it's so beautiful too. So I asked Jeremy if he thought you would be willing to do an interview. And so he said, yes. I'm like, really? Oh my gosh. So I'm across from the author and I just feel really privileged to get to do this. And then when I look you up that you are the, the writer, I don't know how you just, you're a writer for French Vogue. Is that what your title? Yeah, I used to be a writer for French Vogue, not anymore, but I've been a writer for French Vogue for other, uh, over 30 years. But, you know, I, I, I stopped journalism in general in like five years ago because I wanted to concentrate on writing books. I mean, longer text and longer things. I do want to go back and just hear about how one ends up as a uh, writer for Vogue, but I want to just when we talked before we recorded, I was so astounded. Maybe is the word that you had never even been to the Lido, and you are French. So how did this come about? You weren't like I'm a fan of the of the Lido, and I want to write a book to tell the story. That is not how you came about this endeavor. No, absolutely not. But, you know, it's not that incredible that a, 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 a Parisian woman who's lived in Paris forever has never been to the Lido because I never go to the Eiffel Tower or I never go to the Louvre. <laughs> so this is ridiculous, but very typical, you know. Yeah. And my job is to write books, either novels for myself or books for different publishers. So I get this phone call from the Flammarion, who's the publisher of, the, of this wonderful book, and they say, well, would you like to collaborate on a book about the Lido? And I said, yeah, but the thing is, I don't, I don't know anything about the Lido. I've never, I mean, apart from the fact that it's on the Champs-Élysées uh, in Paris, the town where I live, the city where I've always lived, I don't know anything about it. But that was not, but, you know, that was quite exciting for me because 
when you've been a journalist for so many years, that's what's exciting about a topic is that you don't know anything about it. And then, you know, you say, well, that's that's a real present because I'll get into it and meet people and they tell me all about it. And, and, and that's exactly how it started. You know, I had never been to the Lido in my whole life. And, and we've had a first meeting with at the Lido and there was Jeremy there and there was different people. And I was immediately stuck by the place. And uh, as, you, as you said earlier, it was the COVID period. So the, the place was completely shut down. But still, yeah, there was people rehearsing and there was things happening. I mean, not many things, but things happening. And it was, you know, I, I, I fell in love at once. You know, in, in exactly, uh, I mean, half an hour, Je Jeremy started talking and they all started talking about the place. And I, you know, I thought I want to know more about that. So it's not only about dancing, it's not only about eating, there's a history, there's animals, there's, I mean, it was already incredible, you know. And then that's how we started working. And, and, and Jeremy, at that point, was not only a dancer, he was in love with the widow, uh, the Lido, in the uh, widow, sorry. He, he knew everything about this place mm -hmm. and he was curious. And, and so he was our guide and, and you know, I, and we did that together and it was uh, uh, incredible. And all the people around like Jane, I mean, they, they all answered every single question and organized everything. And then suddenly I entered this place and I discovered not only a stage, but, but, but the universe, the world, the families, I was completely amazed by every single aspect of it. Well, we'll get into it. But, you know, the first thing that really surprised me that that it was not only a stage, that many things were happening and it was a real culture. There, there was more than a history. It was a culture. It was an, mm -hmm. kind of an art de vie, art plus art de vivre, as we say in French, the both, you know, the, the mix of art and art de vivre. And I was... It was for me who had been working at Vogue and, and, and in the fashion field, also the, the, the costumes that I saw the first time we, we were at this place. And it's my God, this, these are masterpieces, they're pieces of museum, you know? So, of course, I said yes. And that's, you know, I got the, I, I, I got the virus, you know? <laughs> you know, it, it took exactly five minutes. Well, and, it's interesting because people, if you, you didn't even get to see the show. You got to no. see the stage, the costumes, but didn't no. even get to see the show, no, which is I, how I, a lot of us would start and then be curious. You you see the underbelly and all the pieces ready to go, but no actual show. No, and 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 once again, it's not that strange as um, I mean, before we started this podcast, I told you that I was I, I lived like five minutes walking from the Moulin Rouge. I've never been there. And it's not because I don't want to go there. Because I don't even think of going there because I live here. So I have to work, uh, you know, and, um, and, and, and so, no, I have never seen anything. But as I, when I started working on the book and, and we spoke with Jeremy and Jeremy sent me many videos and I, I found many videos and I, I told him, I said, my God, how come I've never seen one of these shows? You know, I was completely on the fascinated by that but for the i mean all during the writing of the book i saw many shows but all through video never online never on stage 
This is incredible. Oh my gosh. I yeah. And I visited the place and the place was, I mean, not empty, but no show because it was the COVID. But you know, when you write a book on a history, sometimes it can be something positive not to know the place because then you discover it through the eyes of people who are in love with the place and tell you about it with other words than your words. And, it's, and, and you have to put all this puzzle together and it really is fascinating, you know? And also, thanks to Jeremy, I had access to a lot of people who were not at the Lido anymore, like the, the Kessler sisters. So it, of course, what they told me, I could never have seen that because, you know, I was not born when they were on stage. At the, so it, it all goes through uh, the words of everyone who's part of it. And these words are very precious because you can translate through these words, you can hear the enthusiasm, the, the sense of family, that something is happening that, that you don't really understand, that, that you have to understand, you know? Oh. So it's quite fascinating, really. I think the whole thing of creativity, we've been having so many conversations with artists. Yesterday, I spoke with someone who started as an actor and then came into dance. Like what he brings in as a dan an actor to be his dance world on the Lido. But just as we were talking about the formative years of, of creativity, but I'm just thinking of this beautiful picture of you not knowing and not getting to see the show, but getting it through words and photos and videos that it comes, I feel like it's just coming to life of something that you didn't know was there with, with a very different thing of starting with seeing the show. Like I, I, what a beautiful way to discover something instead of having it right there in your face. Yes. To make a well, decision. It, it, I mean, I would now, of course, now, having written the book, I really regret. I, you know, I wish I had seen all the shows before, but it's life. It's part of life. But yeah. then, you know, this, this way, and even, you know, when you, when you talk with every single um, small department in the kitchen, in the sewing place, in the, it, I mean, it, the, 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 the way the, the, the people consider this place as their place, as the, that the, the heart of their life. It's incredible. You know, it's incredible, but it's incredible. And it's never the same speech because of course, a dancer who is on stage does not say the same thing as the abuse with, you know, behind the stage or, and, but there is this, I, it's a world, it's a world, it's, you know, it, 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 it's really amazing. And also for me, as a woman of the 21st century, I could have had, you know, a lot of, you know, I, if someone, I told me, you know, no, it's, you know, nude on the stage, women are nude, it's, it's very feminist, I would have said, oh, okay, come on, come on, come on. But now I understand. I understand how the, the Lido is nude without being nude. It's, 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 it's a show, it's a not, you know, I think, well, the real thing is, this is what I told you at the beginning, is the, this mix of art and art de vivre, you know, this, this is something that I really found fa completely fascinating, you know, when I, yeah. when I got in this place, you know. Did they, they told you things and then like, here's some contacts, and then you reached out to people or how, once you have this initial meeting, how did this work for you to, as a writer to figure out how you want to approach this and who you want to talk to and where you get your information? Because I know Jeremy is a wealth. You could have just sat with Jeremy and probably had enough material 
from yeah. that perspective, but you were getting from all the perspectives, but that he is young. And so many of my generation have learned so much from Jeremy. Those of yeah. us who worked with Miss Bluebell directly listened to him and go, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That was what was going on in history. I didn't know that. So he already has that passion and, and uh, information, but he didn't, he didn't let it just stick with that. Like there was people that you needed oh, to yeah. talk to personally. Yeah, definitely. Because you need, you know, I needed Jeremy's experience, but I also needed other people's words and experience. But then we sat down with Jeremy and I said, you know, I would, I mean, what what dancers I could interview, old ones, new ones, I mean, whom do you think is really important and Dick Powell and Pierre Rambert and all these people and he's the one, he was really my guide, you know, he was saying, you know, I, I said, well, I would love to, I, mean, I, I need to talk to to people in every department, electricians, you know, firemen, uh, 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 cascader, every single field, you know, I was curious. I wanted to talk with these people, the chefs in the kitchen and, they, they, you know, everyone. So he organized everything and he was there during the interviews and, and, and you know, and then you interview everyone and you have a different point of view of the same place of the same show, but, you know, from very different point of views and different jobs, you know, and then you discover that while the dancer is on the stage, then the woman who is supposed to sew her next costume because she lost a button or something is sewing and it's very important. And it's, and then you understand how a team works. And if, apart from the fact that I find this place beautiful and I loved all this show that in, in the 70s, in the 80s, and now, my God, why did, not, did I not go and see them? But apart from that, I really learned um, how this little city in the city, you know, uh, 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 works. Like, how do you work as a team? Which is not that obvious when you have jobs that are so different from one from the other you know it's not like about a company or startup when you're all into computers you all the jobs that are in this same place small place are so different but they all count on the others and there's this I don't want to be naive I know it's difficult I know there's challenge I mean like every everywhere but it's a real lesson to how to work together to make this Thing happens so of course you can tell me yeah but it's the same at the opera or the theater except that in this place with the with, with the restaurant with this so specific costumes i think that it's really the, the paroxysm of of show business of team in the show business you know that's really more than everywhere else you know mm. and, uh, and 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 that was really uh completely fascinating for me and and of course Whenever I interviewed people through Jeremy, I was the naive one. Say, well, tell me what's your job. I mean, from the beginning, what do you do? <laughs> what does it mean to be an electrician at the Lido? You know, and 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 then you learn so many things and how it works and 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 all this machine and and this place in Paris, this 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 place with all this. I mean, the machinery is absolutely incredible. You know. So even and 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 also what really was amazing for me and is is the sense of details 
you know, like every single detail counts. Like the costume people, they can tell you, they can talk about a string for an hour, you know? A string is a string is a string for me and said no 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 a string is not a string there is this a string and b string and you know and 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 everything is like you know the difference between a makeup that's that that goes for the leader and another one and all these very small details that make the show goes on you know and um that that's and of course i had the opportunity thanks to jeremy once again to interview pierre rambert uh, uh not not long before he passed away and that was oh. so sad and yeah. but but the we we went to his place with jeremy and that was so precious because mm. you know he, he, this man he he carried the, the lido on his shoulder on his mind i mean cabaret and music and everything he had every he had such a clear vision of this art which is not another art which is very specific and that's that's i mean it's incredible oh yeah i didn't really yeah because he had not passed that long ago so you actually got to speak with him in person what a gift yeah, yeah we we thanks to jeremy we had the opportunity to go to his place i think it was maybe a month or two months before he passed away of course he, he didn't know and he, he was not in i mean he, but he was he was nice and it was wonderful to 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 speak with him because he has he had this such a clear vision of what a leader show should be mm. and that was, for me it was really it was the the perfect conclusion or i mean it, it was wonderful and it and it was so delicate so precise so so elegant so everything you know so chic the way he spoke about it that was and and for me that was it you know mm. well i was there it's been three weeks i'm counting because <laughs> i like saying it was a week ago now it's two weeks and those three is starting to fade a little but I got to do a backstage tour that Jeremy and Jane were so gracious. And it was seeing like the details of the costumes that the audience doesn't even see the under part of the skirt. Like they were letting us look up close and then going down and seeing like where the elevators load up for the chandelier and for the fountain. So I did those shows and I was curious back then, but I think it's a very different appreciation now since there's not a million shows around there like there used to be. This is one of the last ones that still goes back to my era in the eighties and beyond because it's been there so long, but it was, what I loved was also being in the dressing room and just seeing this is where we put our makeup on and then having Eve show us like, here's my makeup kit just to see it all again, brought it back, but also to see it differently than when you're just in it, doing it day by day, the magic of it. And then one thing that really got to me was hearing Jane talk about the heartbeat of, of the Lido of her care for these dancers of coming back from COVID. It wasn't just, we have a show to do, like, and we're worried about COVID, but people have been through a lot. Dancers gave up their art, not knowing they're going to come back and people had lost family and it was wonderful and scary to come back. So I loved hearing not just the facts of the Lido, but the heart. And I, I came out of there going, I just have such a love and appreciation for you know, so many things didn't survive COVID. So many things didn't survive corporate world in Las Vegas that the showgirl shows are gone. There's still pictures of showgirls everywhere, but there's no showgirls except for the pretend ones on the strip that you get your picture taken care take, taken with. But to see the Lido has had this history, but that heart 
which I think of Miss Bluebell going back to that too, that it's, it's still that beat of what that place is. It's not just magnificent. There's something really beautiful of getting to hear from the people who cherish it and not just have good experiences there. I don't know. Like I know that when you're talking to that source, that feels like a really great way to not just have this be a book about facts. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, but you're absolutely right with Jane. You can really feel that this, this legacy of, yeah, t t I mean, taking care of people with whom you work, you know, that, that, that uh, doing a show is not like any other kind of work, you know, it's, it's, you have to have confidence, you have to find your way. And, and also, that's what Jeremy reminded me many times that when you do such a show at, a show at the Lido, you on, you know, you live by night and you sleep during the day, so you can feel very, very, very isolated, you know, and also, what really struck me uh, with the Lido, but you know that, but for me that was very specific, is that the this all artisanat à la française, they're this small place, very intimate, but then the show has this ambition of being um, a, 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 this mix of Hollywood, of Broadway, of, of every, I mean, you know, this mix of fake and real, you know, like real animals, but in faked uh, postcard decors that are beautiful, like, you know, and it's all this very um, specific identity that I really, uh, really loved in such a small place, you know, I mean, in a very intimate and Persian place in many ways, but with this American spirit that, that, that was beautiful, you know, that like, like American, but through the French eyes, you know, what it's, it's mm. all this, all this culture. And also the, also what I loved about this place and discovered, and for me, that it's very an optimistic place that all these nationalities, you know, people speaking all these different languages. And at the end of the day, they get on together and they have no choice. They work together. And I mean, today, considering what's happening in the world, that's the best lesson, you know, for everyone, you know, yeah. and being, you know, together on stage, whatever. And and so, so for me, it's 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 this book was about a very a nest a very specific aesthetic that I did not know and I was very impressed especially with the costumes for me or masterpieces I mean they 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 they, they should be in museums at some point you know and, and also decors in many ways and 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 that's for the first time which means that it's it, it's really something that does not look like anything else. It's an art in itself. And, 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 and I really do think that we should keep it going on, you know? And uh, that's the first thing. And also this, this world, you know, with all these different people and personalities and, and, and they have to work together every day and find solutions because what if something doesn't work? You know, you have to find solutions. And everyone finds solution for the others. That, that, I think this is, you know, for me, it's kind of a, a, yeah, a life lesson in many ways. You know, a micro, micro world, that's a, quite an example. Yeah, so, we can do this in a small proximity. We can maybe do this in the world. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have food, you have show, you have dancing, you have beautiful women, beautiful men, you have everything, you know. You don't need to go far, you know. And, yeah. And, no, and it's uh, and also uh, once again thanks to Jeremy, I met some 
incredible people, you know, like the Rios brothers who used to, uh, um, to be on the stage in the 60s. And I mean, these people, I mean, it, it's like, it's more than people, it's a life, it's a novel, it's, it's, you know, so you discover so many destinies and, 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 uh, incroyable, you know, mm. you know. Well, oh when I asked, God, you would say. <laughs> yes, I, I was saying before we record, I keep, I listen when I listen to the past ones I've done, like how many times I say, oh my gosh, and wow, but like you said, it's a, it's a wow and oh my gosh world. So when someone tells you like, oh, when Liz Taylor came back or when this happened or this thing with the stage, you, it's hard not to say, oh my gosh, because it's, yeah. it's such yeah. that, such that world. Everything is beyond what your daily normalities are. Exactly. But it's also this solidarity. You know, what I loved about this book is that the solutions you have to find when there is a problem. Now you're on the stage, one of the dancers, you know, falls or, or has a problem. So the other dancers, you know, they, they, they do things in order to make sure that it's okay for everyone and that the show keeps going. Exactly the same thing with the abuse and the couturier, you know, everyone, you have to find solution to help the others because we, we're all in the same boat, you know, and, and this is something really I love. And all they, all these little tricks, they, told me even the Kessler brother the Kessler sisters you know what do you do when there is a problem well we have to find a solution so we invent a solution and and for me that's great too that's one of the part of the book I I really prefer because I really want I always wonder you know you you're a team but if one of the team one of the person you know has a problem what do the others do well they find a solution and 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 that's but that's why all these parts about the police and you know what's behind uh i love because it always goes to that thing that you know there is a problem with the elephant in the street we have to find a solution you know <laughs> and it, it, and and so you invent solution for all this little world and this is definitely the part that i i, I prefer because then we are you're right in the in the, the heart of human people. I mean, of the human kind, you know. Yeah. You know. Wow. So, so when I asked Jeremy if he thought he would do this, he told me that you've been listening to the podcast. Yes. So yes. I'm curious about that too, because you know, it's I don't edit, but it's just like real stories and and the questions I ask. You could do the same guest and might ask different questions, but really, you know, who are you? Where did you come from? How did you get here? Stories about the show what they do after, but I'm just curious for you as you're putting all these pieces together, like what was that for you to listen to and did it help you decide who you wanted to ask or did Jeremy kind of find those people for you? No, you know, the thing is that when I start on a new job, like Lodido, I, I'm, I'm all, I want to know everything. So mm -hmm. Jeremy said, what do you want to know? I said, I want to know everything. So, you know, as many documents, you know, uh, videos, podcasts, you know, and I, and, and I go through everything. So I listened to every single podcast you did. And I loved it because I, I love podcasts in general. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And uh, uh, now if you told me which one was the most useful, I don't know. I had to listen to it and to mm -hmm. listen to it and see the videos. I had to be in the bluebells world and to have all these point of views and, and it's always like that. I, I when I start on on a new uh, story, I, I 
I want to know as as much as I can, you know. Yeah. So uh, so when Jeremy would call me and say, "Well, do you want to meet this person?" Yes, 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 yes. And this one, yes, 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 yes. Oh, good. Oh, so, you know, for for months, said you want to meet this person. Yes, 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 yes. And then at <laughs> some point, you've you've met, listened, so many things. That, okay, now stop. I have four months or three months to write the book now i have to i have to concentrate on all the documents i have because i have i have a lot of things and i have to write it because at some point you have to say stop otherwise it's it's endless you know yeah but for the f- for few first months you know whenever jeremy asked me I said, yes 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 let's go let's go let's go let's go you know and uh, because you never know something is going to come out and it's going to be great Sometimes it's not interesting. Sometimes it's very interesting. Sometimes, and you know, and many times in my career, in my life, you know, I get to an interview and say, well, I'm not sure this is very interesting. Okay, I'll see you. You never know. And then it's the best one, you know? So <laughs> you have to say yes, you know? And, and also if you're curious about people, you say yes. And uh, so when he told me about your podcast, you know, of course I was going to listen to all of them, you know? Of course, it was, you know, obvious. And I would have felt not bad, but income. I mean, it's not. It's it, the, it was. It was not even a question. And then I got very interested. So that was, you know, that that made it really easier to listen to all of them because, it, you know, I really got interested and I learned. I mean, many things, and you know. Writing a book on something is a bit like dancing. At some point, you repeat, you listen to the music, and you 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 work and work and work and work. And at some point, you know what to do. I mean, it's exactly the same thing. I listen to your podcast, I read things, I interview people, I look at the videos, and after and and I live with that. And after a few months, I know, you know, I can write because it's it's inside. You know, uh, uh, I have this memory. Oh yeah, it's on this podcast. Podcast that someone say that. Uh, you know, and um, and this process of getting into a story, especially when the story is that story which has so many entries in many ways. It's it's you you get out of it and you feel very lucky. I really, mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it, I told. Jeremy and, and everyone in, on the team, I really felt lucky. And I don't say that all the time. It's not true. I know exactly what I feel, why. Because of all this yeah, entries, world, the, the, you know, things that I learned and, and destinies and, peop- and, and when you meet as many people that are as passionate, you know, in such a small lapse of time, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a present of, of life, you know, really. It really is. Mm. That's, I think, and even just doing my podcast of how many people have told stories about Miss Bluebell, but we all have a different angle that we saw her. And so I think it's like you kind of get the big collective after you've heard just about Miss Bluebell, who she was, like from different people who were her friends, people that saw her from a distance, people who never got to work with her, what they heard, or Pierre Rambert, or just the Lido. I never went into the Lido until the reunion, but I worked in Vegas and Reno. So even our perspective of Parisian cabaret was so incomplete. So that's where I like when you start to get enough stories, the picture starts to come into focus. So are you one that gets all this data, all of these stories and then goes, okay, now I'm going to do it. Or were you kind of having a plan? Like what is your process when you go, here's what's going in the book? 
Uh, well, you know, when I started, when when we met with the Lido team, and I start and, and I listened to them, and they were telling me about the classic uh, show at the Lido, which had four tableaux, you know, and I thought, well, that would be nice to have four tableaux, you know, mm. and uh, and also I thought, I mean, we thought, uh, okay, let's try to. Um, well, it's difficult. It, it depends. It, it sometimes you sometimes you see the thing very easily. Sometimes it's more difficult to organize stuff. It's it, it's getting more and more precise while you interview people and you meet people and and uh, but also I knew that that I wanted to have. A, a text the story in a text and then small little flash like that you know exactly like i wanted i mean we wanted the book to, to look like a leader show you know with yeah the, 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 the show the intermed the the, the uh, you know a, a bit like that you know and also uh matteo and jeremy and all the team they did this fantastic work on the archives because the the the, 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 the pictures i mean the documents are so incredible you know yeah and and this is really when i discovered that you know it's my god it's the, you know there's beautiful there are so many beautiful pictures and stuff like you know there so um but usually uh to answer your question you really have to have everything in mind and then you you built really you know and mm -hmm. because then you see how you want to put things on you know to have yeah. the world in your head and you try to uh, uh, build it like that but the thing is that apart from the text i think this book is very precious for the document i mean the pictures and the photos and all the archives it has i, I think it's it's a bible for that you know the the i'm, I'm completely amazed of what they found all, all of them and i'm for nothing in that you know i just uh, I'm, I'm discovering like everyone who's and it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It really is. Well, they you know. have such good uh, professional photos too, because some of the shows we only have our backstage with our little instamatic cameras of you know pictures we weren't supposed to be taking. It's back by the bathroom. So the yeah, Lido just has beautiful professional. But even the title, some people look at it as Lido, Feathers, Jewels, and Thrills. And I just when you said tableau, because that word tableau was kind of one we, I didn't use as much, and now I use it all the time because of the Lido. And even um, Christopher Nunez, you've probably heard his, ep his yeah, episodes yeah, about wanting to do the musical. He wanted the musical to kind of have like the three acts like Don Arden did. And there's always a disaster scene, but there's kind of a formula, but the tableau formula, I'm going to read them. Tableau one is Paris Reviews. Tableau two is uh, Bluebell Girls and Feathers. Tableau three is Creativity on Stage and Off. And Tableau four is Fame, Fizz and Fabulous Food. And I, I, when I got this, I got it in Paris and I had a dancer with me who had come to um, audition. So she experienced the audition part and then got to see the show and went, whoa. So we were opening it like it was just something from Indiana Jones or something, this thing that we're touching and <gasps> holding it delicately and turning the pages. And a lot of times I will just look at the pictures in these books and maybe read a caption yeah, so I, I got home. I don't like. I don't normally read it, or I kind of think I know, or like I might read something that draws my interest. I just read every word, but I'm even doing this. I'm petting the book as I'm telling you this. I'm holding this with this different reverence. So I took my time. I didn't want to read it fast. I wanted to slow down, and I do love. It's like the Kessler sisters or people I've heard of, 
and to see these photos of the dancers, but then to get in like the, the costumes and the creativity. Cause I, when I was in Paris, one of the dancers, uh, Christopher Renfrew hooked me up with Plumes de Paris. And it's this yeah. unassuming little feather shop that you would never see. And all this history, you walk in and then to hear the, the third generation that did the feathers for the Lido and how, what they do every week to come make sure the feathers are maintained. Things I would never think of even being in those shows, seeing feathers always coming off. But it was just, it, this is what I think is so beautiful is like you get to go into these little behind the scenes that you would walk right, pi- right past. So I just like, I keep holding this book with reverence. I had it on my coffee table and somebody put something on I'm like, no, I have to go put this book where you're not going to stick something on top of it. Like it feels so precious, but I mean, the aesthetics are beautiful because the photography is so great, but even the way it's laid out, um, even the way that it formats through, it takes you on a journey where you want to read all the words. You don't want to skip the words just for the pretty pictures. Yeah, but you, you're right, because every single stuff, the costumes and behind the scenes, it's all so many stories, you know, that, that, that go, it's so many stories, and, and, and well, yeah, I know, I agree, <laughs> I agree, <laughs> but it's got nothing to do with me, it's got to do everything with the Lido, and also, yeah, and, and really the, the pictures and all the archive that they found is absolutely fabulous, you know, fabulous, it's, it's, uh, and also, there is something very human that's very personal. I've, I've written many things and I've worked for many people because I'm a freelance. There is a human thing there that I've never seen elsewhere. I, I have mm. to do, say that. And it's, it, it's, I don't know why I, I, I cannot explain it, but that I'm sure. Yeah. That's something, there is a human thing happening there that I've never found elsewhere. You know, whether it's this, all these people in such a small place, all of this, I don't know, you know, all this show, this art that they have to bear. Pretty, I mean, or maybe all these uh, legendary people like Miss Bluebell or Don Arden or Renri Fraded, you know, like all good angels above their heads. I don't know, mm-hmm. but there's something happening there, you know, and uh, it's kind of, uh, yeah, that there's, this human feeling, you know, you feel, yeah, mm. you, know, you feel in, 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 in the real world. I don't know, it's, I, it's difficult for me to say, to explain that because I still haven't un- really understood. I don't want to be like, you know, like naive, oh, everything, everyone loves everyone. It's not that, it's something of human respect of you. And also maybe it comes from all these nationalities all these cultural differences in such a small places where you have to respect the other, something is happening there, you know, for me. Ooh. Definitely. That's, wow. that's very specific. And I've, I've been in other places and worked on other topics and stories and that's very specific, you know. And, and, and yeah, when I think about it, I, I think that maybe it's all this different cultural backgrounds, professional backgrounds, uh, nationalities, all these people that are so different and who have to live together and get on together in this small place. And then, you know, there's, of course, there is, well, yeah, there's this human thing that you can feel. Wow. And like you said, the timing of how the world feels right now, like we're yeah. not just divided within the world, we're divided within our own countries, our own states, our own. Exactly. Everything. And, and so does. Yeah. And, and somehow maybe even that passion is there, that there's something that we believe in 
that's beautiful that we will make it work. But when we don't have any vision of what, I don't know, beauty comes up a lot in how I see this. When there's something beautiful, we we maybe just work at it differently. Because I did many shows, different producers. Didn't think much about when I went back for my reunion and for Hello Hollywood, Hello in Reno and went to Paris. I just want to tell these stories, but I have no desire for the other companies that were, and there's nothing wrong with them. They were all, they were wonderful shows, but there was something we've used the word magical. We've used like, this is something that can't quite put a word to that's too specific of why this feels different. We knew we were part of something really special in history because it's not a given that it's going to go on forever. The heart of Miss Bluebell that started it feels different than some of the other shows where she kind of started and other people ran with it and made their own creation or adaptation of what it was that was started with Miss Bluebell. So it, to me, like all the shows I did, when I came back to this, I went, this is where I want to put my focus. And somebody said, why don't you do one on this show? And then I'm like, no, I have enough stories for this to last me till I'm dead. <laughs> like there's just so many stories, but it feels, it does feel different. And I love how you said that there is something when you put people together and when there's a problem, like that was how you started your questions. Like what happens if there's a problem, you find a solution, you work together out of respect for each other. Yes. And also you're right. And that was a joke with Jeremy also is that, and Sylvie, I keep on forgetting Sylvie. Sylvie Nedelec was a great help too. I mean, the, the, the team, I mean, they're all great anyway, but that was the big joke because I kept on asking, yeah, but why is it different from all the other places because you all, I mean, all the you dancers and people from there, they all say that. Why it's here and not any other places, you know? And that was my question that I kept on asking and asking and asking and asking because you all say the same thing, which is no, Lido is not like the others. No, 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 it's Lido. It's not, it's not the others. Yeah. Know? Well, I didn't even get to work at the Lido. It was being that bluebell part, but then being in the Lido itself and knowing this is where everything came from. Because I worked in Reno, which there was nothing in Reno except for all of us. Like you have an international cast of 150 in a tiny tiny cowboy town. You become each other's family and you learn. Like I didn't, I had never been around gay people. I'd never been around people from other cultures. So you're backstage, you're getting education that you'll never get in school. Like how we, we see the world different and the same. So even though I was in Reno, I still feel like the effect that came out of Lido yeah, right. with those people a lot of those dancers had worked for the Lido and then came to America and they brought that and so I did feel it more at the Lido but it was something that it did spread out and then other people that kind of made their own shows out of that I think it probably got too filtered and watered down for it to stay like it does feel when you walk back in that like when I saw the show at the reunion I just felt like there is something that is touching me in a way I can't quite put words to that is it's good not to put too many words to it to go I feel it I'm just an experience it because I can't quite name it. Yeah, no, I agree. And now when I think about it now, you know, um, uh, like Moulin Rouge is very Paris, like some others are very erotic. I mean, you can define, but Lido is very difficult to define. It's culture. It's an art. It's a cultural mix. It's, uh, it's so creative. I mean, you know, it's, it, you can't, you can't, <clears throat> you can't put it in one word. <laughs> you can't yeah. say, you know, you can't put it in one word. And, and that's where it becomes, you know, really very, 
but very sophisticated. Is that you are you 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 can't do it. Yeah, and, and Pierre Rambert was really this. It was really fantastic to hear him talk about the 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 Lido because it was all. I mean, it was all. He could not, you know, um, put it in one word. You know, yeah, so we know book. Do you know why they asked you? Like, why you were the, the one that they asked to to work with? Because I know oh. they had all the photos. They needed someone to write in a way that would make this really be a book that people would not well, just look at pictures. That's got nothing to do with the Lido, but I knew the team at Flammarion and we worked together well. And they know, I think they know that writing is my passion, but I love to be open to other worlds and worlds that I don't know. I, I love not to be specialized. And I've always loved that, like people that are not specialized that suddenly get into one world. But even in the books I read or the films I, I watch, you know, this outside look that, and, and I think that's what they wanted, the publisher, and, you know, and, and that's why they asked me, you know, because they knew that I love, I love to be outside of the world and then get into it, you know? And when you're outside and you get into it, you're forced to listen to every single sentence because you nothing you can't you, you, you cannot take anything for granted because you don't know anything. So you have to be mm. very attentive, you know. And I guess that's one of the reasons why they uh, suggested me, you know. And then I met Sylvie and Jane and Julie and Jeremy and you know and, and I fell in love. I don't know if they mm. fell in love, but I did fell in love, you know, that's for sure. And with the place and you know, and then it started and uh, and once again my the, 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 what was fantastic for me and, and a disaster for them is that it was during confinement, they were completely available, you know. They were, they, I mean, they, it was fantastic because they had, they really gave us their time, all their time and their passion. And, and they, they, we really saw each other a lot because they were not dancing, you know. And so that for me, that was fantastic. For them, that was not that fantastic, but at least we, it gave us up to time to do the book, you know, and to, to meet people and if not to meet them, to Skype them or Zoom them or, and, um, and, and, you know, and, and also when, when you write and when you want to make a book, uh, the COVID time is, is, is good for writing because you have, you have really have time to look behind, to put things into perspective. So it was, I was very, for me, it was real luck that it really yeah. happened this time because when you interview people who don't have to go to work and, and they're waiting to go to work but they don't know if it's going to be next week or next month and you know bored at their place or hoping it's going to finish then they, they they remind themselves of the time they were working and they want to talk about that I mean it, it was all very strange as a time but to write and to work on the book it was I must say and I'm sorry to say that but for me it was absolutely perfect because yeah. you get the people at their best, the, the time when they want to tell you about what they did before, you know, they're not into it, they're not in a hurry, they, they, and, 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 and they know why they would love to be back there and not be at their place waiting for the place to reopen, you know, oh. so the way they talk about it is, is in, with even more passion into their words, you know. 
They, because they know oh. what they, what the, what you know, uh, what they're missing. You know. Yeah. Well, that was in the podcast too. I think is when, when I first started, we thought this was going to be a few weeks, few months, and then when the longing gets stronger, the interviews are get different, and then they almost go to a place of despair. And then, like, it was interesting to watch the evolution of the interviews when it started to come back. And I started focusing a little bit more on the new cast because I've been doing, like, you know, all the different generations. But I wanted to focus more when it, when it was coming back because then you hear the excitement. And I don't care if I do two shows a night and I'm super tired. I just want to be back there. And then I did interviews once they got back. And just to hear the stories of them being back on the stage and the tears were flowing. And they said that their op- reopening was more powerful to them than their original time of going in the show because the gratitude they had that they did because nobody knew if they were going to go back and even the timing of your book when you've got the 75th year anniversary of the Lido that they didn't really get to celebrate because of COVID you've got this new tableau that's honoring all these older ones so that's why the book is so beautiful because it shows really a great balance of the new and the old and then you have this new management that we just don't know. And, and we take for granted that these things are going to go on forever. And that's where I feel like I need to tell more stories because we don't know. And the fact that all these other shows have closed that the Lido is our one that we go, all these older bluebells are going, come on, you guys, we're cheering for you. We even made a video to send to them backstage, wishing them well, because we were all cheering them on. And I think it's when you realize that hopefully this goes on a long time, but we can't take for granted that, that this is, always going to be so I think it tugged on the heart in a way with a lot more gratitude and awe and this the timing of the book too was just perfect yeah exactly but but I mean your podcast adventure is great because it's like a book it's like a it's like a memory it's a live memory it's fantastic you know I, I'm 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 I, I was amazed. I mean, that's why it, it was re- really very precious for me when I was written the book and say but I mean, every every single part of the world should do that. You know, I thought, well, she's doing this with the bluebells, but every single village to, should have a, a podcast of its village. You know, because it's it's like memory of a of a world. It's fantastic. So keep going, keep yeah. keep going. And it's a, it's interesting also because you have people who've known <clears throat> Miss Bluebell and people who've known the original people like Rambert. And the more you interview young once it, it, it's going to be part of a legend or a memory and it's not it, it, it's going to live in another way you know and it's it's fantastic mm. so keep going Do yeah it. oh it's yeah it, it's way more than I thought it would be and it just keeps growing and I get every time I get a new person to talk to like I'm trying to reach out to the Kessler sisters Facebook is probably not the way but also Jeremy has all these contacts <laughs> And Hillary, well, like, here's somebody else you can talk to. And like, we've been following this whole thing with, with race within the um, Lido that now there are like four black gentlemen in the show. And they took a picture and sent it to me. I'm like, let's do an interview about that, that this is moving culturally and in the way behind the times, but it's happening. So there's things that are like, let's, let's get these stories out there and document that things are honoring where they've been, but there's a vision for what could be instead of like, well, this is how it's always been. I feel like the Lido definitely is open to that. Like we are moving with culture, but not letting culture define us. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. But even before that, with the, 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 the boys and the men, you know, being more and more and more on stage, you know, so it's also, so, I mean, a cultural, social place to see what's happening in the world, you know, 
yeah. And, um, no, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah. Well, you have plenty of stories to, to you know. It will never run out. <laughs> no, no. But it's interesting. You know, it's the memory of a place. You know, it reminds me of all, you know, like in all these uh, small villages when the the, 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 the the old people would tell stories to the young ones and, you know, memory would go, you know, a reality from one, you know, the, the old ones. I think it's fantastic. And podcast, podcast, your podcast is a bit like that. You know, it's the, 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 the story. It's great. We're all around big campfire, just all around the world, a exactly. different generation. Exactly, big stage, you know. So when you wrote for Vogue, what was the, what was your focus? Because I mean, I now I want to find your book about the. I think it's Vogue covers. I just keep collecting more and more books. My book stack is <laughs> well, Vogue covers and others. Well, you know, my my focus in Vogue was really, as I said, same thing. It was really writing. So mm-hmm. I was right, and I would have been fashion, beauty. Traveling, uh, in literature interviews of artists, or you know, it was really like very eclectic. First of all, it lasted for many, many, many years. So I did a lot of traveling for Vogue, but so it could be really the idea was it could be an interview of an artist or a, 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 a commentary on a fashion show. You know, so there was not uh, my specialty was always writing and 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 the reason why i want to write more books and and do less journalism is you know to get to have more time to get into one world that i don't know like the leader you know so um so that's what i did and oh, and as as i worked for vogue for so many years and also uh were vogue magazine they have one fantastic art archive so they decided to do books like vogue covers and vogue beauty and vogue by the sea and all these with all the old uh stories that i you know i worked on and 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 uh yeah because i also have fantastic documents you know, oh, I'm going to get that one to my book collection. I just bought Bob Mackey's book. I got an Airtay book. There's probably five or six Bluebell books that I bought, but I know there's more. I'm going to write mine. Finally, yes. I got as far as getting a good pen and a journal. Yeah. Like now that I'm back from Paris, because I would tell these stories and my daughter's like, you need to write a book. Cause they're, you know, like weird stories that are not like my friends are like, wait, what? Like you were mugged in at gunpoint in Puerto Rico, but then you had a fan. There's <laughs> just things that you tell oh, and they think they're normal. And then you go, oh yeah, that actually is not a typical life. Yeah. Right. But the, 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 pod, the podcast format, I think is very good. I think yeah. it's great. I think it really is great. You know, I mean, you, I mean, I love writing books, but you, not everyone has to write books, but the, your, the format you found, I think is great. I think you're, you know, yeah, I, really, I think, yeah, you really have something there, you know? I think I like this more than if I sat down and tried to write it because it's no, no. that, com- that conversational part and Man, I have to edit out all my wows and all my goshes and all. No, 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 but also, and, and also what would be funny is that you would be one of the, one of your podcasts would be about you, you know, interviewed by yourself or your daughter or some, someone else. Yeah. You know, about your stories, you'd be, be, you're part of the story, you know? Yeah. Little bits of it trickle out. And I've had a few people interview me and it's really interesting to be on the other side of it. Because when someone asks you a question, you have like a fraction of a second to think of it, I know. Of what you're going to say, and then you get done like, oh, I didn't, or a lot of people will tell things they didn't even know were in their mind. 
I know. We'll ask about something and then these stories like, I haven't thought about this in 40 years. So I think that that to me is a gift too, is to see people's face. They start to look like they're the age they were when they did the show. They could be 70 and they start talking about their days as a showgirl. All of a sudden they look younger. Their body is more animated and they remember what it felt like. And they go, oh, I haven't thought about that. So maybe, maybe I don't just leave that my past. That story is why I am the way I am and who, who makes why I'm see the world the way I do. No, but that's great. It's, it's, it's very interesting, but you're right. You're right. That's the interesting, interesting thing about interviews is that sometimes people say that things that they did, know, they did not know they would be saying, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, that's... Um, no, I love, I, I love your stuff. I mean, I love your podcast. Keep going. Okay. Well, I love your book. This is so fun to connect with you, to hear uh, how, how a person takes all this and knowing that you didn't have any preconceived idea that you got to formulate this from being in that space, seeing it and hearing the stories. It just feels like a movie where things are starting to come into color and light and move all of a sudden. And you get to see all this with a, a perspective that a lot of us wouldn't get to have because we already thought we knew. Yeah, but that's what I love about this show. Yeah. And that was it's, especially fantastic with the Lido because because it's so rich as a place, you know, as a story, as a, as as people, as human, as you know. So <clears throat> for me, I, I was really glad. I hope I would, you know, I told you things. I, I, I was, I mean, for me, I was really glad that you contacted me because I'm, 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 I'm you know, I really discovered something, you know, and it's, yeah. it's you know, it, it, three years ago I didn't know anything about it, and now it's part of my life. You know. Have you seen the new show? Have you been able to see the show? Yeah, yes, thanks to thanks to the Lido. Yeah, with the, I mean the new show with with the anniversary part and old part, and I I must say I prefer the old parts than the new parts. But, but uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be interesting too. And they figure out what's next, depending. I mean, exactly. we don't know where it's at, but it's like exactly. when you see that old come back and that kind of Hollywood Vegas glamour. There's something like I brought a young dancer who loves contemporary. She loved all the new things. But when she saw that, it was like, oh, there's just something of getting to be big and beautiful and unapologetically sparkly. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. we need in our world right now. But yeah. How was that to come in after you know the story, you know, the workings of the, the restaurant and the mechanics backstage and the dancers in the dressing room. So could you come in and just be entertained or were you seeing like all the pieces at once? Oh, no, no, I was completely un under uh, entertained. I was, I mean, the magic worked. Suddenly oh. I was like part of the public and nothing. No, no, I forgot. It really took me, you know, and I loved it. And I was, I completely loved it, you know. I, I was amazed and it's, you know, it's, and, and also it's funny because I'd written the book because it was after. And then it's like, it's like, a, I was like a little kid to whom you've promised, you know, okay, you're going to see this film, it's going to be great. And, you know, you make promises and promises and promises and suddenly you're there. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to see it. And then you forget about everything you've been told and you're there. You don't, you don't, you know, I'm, and I completely was in it and, and, and loved it, you know. Oh, and it's I, so good. You know, and, and, <sighs> but of course, this, these parts that are, 
you know, what I was very excited by the, the, the identity of the Lido, this part of, you know, French artisanat and French costumes, but then a Hollywood spirit and, and fake and real and decor and, and, the, and the glamour and humor at the same time, you know, all this, that was what I love because I thought that was so specific. And, and that's what I love about the, 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 the parts that were homage to the yesterday shows, you know. Mm. I love that you could just be transported because you could know too, if you know too many, too much about some things. Like after I worked in a restaurant, I really didn't enjoy eating in restaurants when yeah. I knew some of the stuff that wasn't so glamorous behind. And then when I saw the show the first time, I was so happy to see people I recognized I've interviewed. So I, it ha I had a harder time watching the whole thing. Cause I'm like, so, Oh, there's so-and-so. And I was like finding them. And the second time I just really took it in, but I needed to see it twice. But the, the first time I saw it was at the reunion. I hadn't seen anything. So I had no, no, anything to connect it to, but I think it's like, you can see it over and over, but I love that you got to just be in it and not be thinking oh, yeah. about it. Oh, oh there's yeah. the elevator. There's, I know how that costume yeah. is made. Oh, no, no, no. I completely forgot about that. I was, the, the, no, no, absolutely not. But even though I knew, but still, you know, and, yeah. and I, I mean, and I never seen it, so I was so excited at the idea. I was really excited at the idea to go to the Lido, and also, it, that's also the specific thing about the COVID is that during the, I mean, when 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 life started again, you know, the dancer they were uh, anxious, but also the, also the people, the public, you know, there, there's an excitement that was not before. It was not only going to the Lido, but it meant something, you know, life again and. And, and and party again it's like a statement of something happening you know we are on the mm. side of life you know and, and show and 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 part no i i, I loved it i loved it oh when i come back maybe we can go together oh maybe definitely we'll go some champagne and see it again yeah, let, i mean when you come, let me know when you come that come back and we okay. we see i mean we we have some we do something with jeremy and sylvie and you know and yeah show and we drink champagne and 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 we concentrate on the Lido and we forget about everything else right <laughs> that's why when I've been I didn't take care of it now I'm done I'm like no that means I have to keep going back now because I had such an amazing time so every we're going to end here with this question I told you I never know what my question is going to be because I just <laughs> off the cuff but I, I have a feeling like everything you write changes you a little bit like when you've written a book about travel writing this book has it changed anything in you as far as perspective or your understanding of you or life or art or have you even had time to process what this part of your professional journey has been well i think that it's the same with everyone when you experience something new uh you it 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 doesn't change you, but it makes you maybe more mature, richer. You 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 have this experience, but with and 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 what it did, it, it certainly did not change me, and it never changes me. But it did. It's like a travel. It's like a, it's like a huge travel, you know, when you yeah. travel and discover a new country, you come back and, and you're more open minded. You have discovered another culture, another people. The, 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 I love the notion of stranger. I love meeting strangers because I think that's where you lose your you have to you can't 
take things for granted. You have to listen to the other and they, you have to learn from this, from such a difference, you know, and yeah. that's exactly what happened with the Lido. Everything was new for me. And which means that not only, it was not only beautiful, but also new. So I learned so many things from, from, from this place. So it really is like, yeah, it's like a, a, a travel to a place you don't know. And that's really, uh, that really, it doesn't, I mean, it's not a question of change, but it makes you more mature. It makes you more mm. open-minded. Mm. You, you know, you have a, a bigger perspective of what is, the world is, you know, and, and that's exactly what happened with the Lido. It's like a fantastic trip in a country that I had no idea of and that I cannot um, not take into consideration now, you know? It, it's now part of me. It's, you know, it's like going to Japan, then it's part of you. And it, it, yeah. So, oh, it's so good. Well, I think knowing that you've written for many years and you've seen a lot of things, and the word curiosity just keeps showing up when I talk to people that are, oh, that are curious. Because I think people can just like, oh, I've learned everything. But to see you with the career that you've had with curiosity, I like, I just feel like that's my model. Like never stop being curious. Like when never. people get where they don't, they're like, but there's so much more of the world to know. And like travel, if you never leave your house, you can travel. And I, I love that. Like that your curiosity that you just were like, tell me oh, all yeah. the things. It's such a great thing. I think for all of us who are not 20 anymore, like if you lose your curiosity, you start to get old. Exactly. And you start to be frightened and you don't have to be frightened. You have to go and, mm. and the more and, and yeah, and that's exactly it. I love strangers, you know, for me, it's, yeah, that, that's the present of life. You know? oh. and, and everything that I love, everything that I don't know and that I hope I might know one day and that people that I don't know might help me discover, you know, and that are so different from what I know with it. No, that's the richer thing you can get today. You know, for me, wealth is 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 been being enriched by the other's culture, and that's exactly what happened with the Lido. Boy, that we that's so needed. Like I think of the fear of the other is where we're in so much trouble now. Exactly. exactly. If it's the country next door or our neighbors, people are so are fearful. We've been groomed. We've been fed these things to make us fearful of each other. And exactly. to find out, man, if you just sit down and ask a few questions, you find out how incredible humans are. Yeah. And, and how, how much interesting, you can learn. From how those. much you can learn, like a different perspective. This has been wonderful. And I love hearing it from a perspective, perspective of a writer. So I'm really grateful that you did this. Thanks to you, Sherry. Thanks for your patience. And I, I'm really, you know, I'm really honored to be part of your mem podcast memory. For me, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a treasure in many ways, you know? Yeah. And all these people that we add to it, like, yeah. you're part so, of the story. Yeah. And, and whenever you come to Paris, I mean, call me and we do I something. Would, I and, would and, love that. Thanks for your patience and your, I mean, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So for people to find this, I know I had to go to Paris. So maybe everybody just has to go to Paris to get the book yeah. and well, then see the show. But it is it is coming to America. I think it's a, a shipping in, uh, issue that's not happening. But in the UK, they can get it. And there's bluebells everywhere. So it's called Lido Feathers, Jewels, and Thrills. Sonia Rocklin is how I'm saying it off there. But I know it's with an H. Hocklin? Hocklin? It's okay. Ashlyn, yeah. And Flamation, Flamarian, is that the Flammarion. publishing house? Yeah, it's Flamarion, yeah, right. Yeah, and no, you can, 
You can get it in French and English. And, and I just hope people will get it and actually read every word because if you are curious, you've never seen any of this, it will blow you away. And those of us who were in it and didn't know, oh, I didn't know this. I didn't know that this was a swimming pool. <laughs> I just think that all of us can be educated to things we, we think we know and, and have a different light on it. So I hope they check out the book. And if they want to follow you, I don't know if you care about social media, but well, they um, want to... not for now. <laughs> <laughs> just read your books. And I'm yes, get... exactly, exactly, exactly. That's a good way to find you. Read <laughs> the book, do the work. Listen to the Bluebells podcast. That's much more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sonia, thank you so much. Until we meet in Paris with a glass of champagne. Definitely. Uh, and keep, keep, keep going and, and doing this. Okay. And thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, fellow Bluebell. <laughs>